Hello and welcome to The Pulse. Well, with increased air pollution, Bangkok minibuses, triple parking and traffic snarl-ups back to normal, except for a few tents around the government offices, the umbrella movement's occupation of the streets is at an end. But is there any real chance of a dialogue between our administration and the younger generation? Or will it just remain, as the Cantonese say, chicken and duck talk, where the government feels its only duty is to re-enlighten the young. More on that in part two. But first this week, the government rolled out two major policies. On Tuesday, it announced a proposal to build an additional 10,000 housing units to create 480,000 new homes in the next 10 years. The day before, it launched a three-month consultation on health insurance and on measures to monitor private hospitals. The Voluntary Health Insurance Scheme consultation paper suggests that the annual fee for individual hospital insurance policyholders under the scheme would be around $3,600 per year. However, it's not a flat rate for every age group. The older you are, the more you have to pay. If you buy insurance under this scheme in your 70s, it will cost almost $8,000. The government says that to attract more young middle-class people to join the scheme, policyholders will be eligible for an annual tax deduction of about $450. The consultation paper lays down 12 minimum requirements for insurers under the scheme. They include guaranteed renewal without limitations, wider coverage for pre-existing conditions. The government hopes that the scheme will take some 70,000 high-risk patients out of the public health sector. However, insurance companies say the government scheme is not feasible. Well, with us in the studio are the Under Secretary for Food and Health, Sophia Chan, and legislator and medical doctor Kwok Kaki. Can I turn to you first? You seem to have achieved the unique achievement of making everybody unhappy with this proposal the doctors, the insurers, patients' groups. What do you have to say to them? Well, I, I think this, um, our proposed um, voluntary health insurance scheme basically uh, is, you know, open for more comments and consultation. Uh, the idea is really to, to have an improved uh, product or health insurance product which have, um, you know, improved quality as well as improved the protection for the public. Um, the idea, of course, is hopefully to, this is for people who are willing and able, uh, you know, to pay to provide them with a choice of uh, using more healthcare facility, uh, private um, medical facilities. Can, can I just stop you there? Because that seems to be that you're saying that this is a scheme designed for people with more money and they will be the only people who are getting additional resources from the government? Um, there is not additional resources from the government because we are not shrinking our public health care system. So our safety net is always there, you know, the hospital authority, you know, for the entire public of Hong Kong. Well, Dr. Kwakaki, can I come to you? Um, I know that you're not happy with the scheme. What, why fundamentally is that? Now, the basic principle is wrong. They're lacking a direction. If we... The, help, the purpose of the insurance is to help 
to cut down the hospital, public hospital admission. This is absolutely wrong. More than 80% of our acute admission to the public hospital is actually the group coming from the uh, age more than 65. If you look in the premium, which needs to be paid by the, uh, anybody want to buy the insurance after 65, at this term, at this moment, is nearly 9,000. If they have any chronic diseases or long-term disease, there will be a, um, an additional surcharge, maybe up to two times normal. So easily, anyone want, if they want to buy the uh, insurance, if they want to cover the hospital admission for the public hospital, it will be easily more than 25000 per year at this moment. But at least under this scheme, they can get insurance which they probably couldn't get from a private insurer. Theoretically, yes. But mind you, in our population nowadays, many of the elderly is, in fact, either it is low income or the poor income group. And a lot of them is unable to purchase insurance. So if we really want to help, like the promoting the health, should it be more focusing on the community care or the primary care, which we, in fact, should be our focus. But this report only encouraging people to go to the hospital should they buy the insurance. So this is losing the focus. Well, let me put that to you. I mean, why, in fact, didn't the government just increase resources for public health care? I think this is just one of the um, you know, measures you know, in the healthcare reform. So I want to emphasize that this is not a total solution. Although this, you know, we, we have this um, you know, consultation document out, but we have not forgotten about primary care, we have not forgotten about you know, community do, care. Do you have proposals pending, say, for expansion of, of clinics? public hospitals, that sort of thing? Yes, we do. We have proposals. Uh, in fact, we have a blueprint uh, already uh, reported at the LegCo that, um, that we are going to you know, improve the entire hospital uh, authority, you know, hospitals, uh, and, and also its facilities. But this scheme specifically does seem to be tilted towards the upper income groups. I mean, that, that many people will say is quite bizarre. Well, I think it is important for us to have a sustainable, you know, healthcare system with the uh, aging population, and so therefore there are people who perhaps want a uh, shorter waiting time, and you know they can pay, and they would rather, you know, have uh, use uh, public, uh, private healthcare facilities, and so I think you know this is a better regulated, improved, you know, um, product and improved quality, you know, health insurance scheme. Well, let me ask you. I mean, are you against the whole idea? of this kind of medical insurance scheme or do you have in, in mind some better form of it? Now, we have put aside 50 billion a few years ago to improve the public medical care. But in fact, the money is still in the pocket of the government, number one. And if we really want to look into the money put into the insurance industry, we must be aware of the facts, even quoted in the report from the government, some 36% of the premium is actually not spending on the patient, is spending on the administrative charges or the profit of the company. So why do we need to do so? If we really want to promote the health, why can't we just you know, put in the resources to exactly what they need to be? A lot of the middle-aged people or the younger generation is need support, like the uh, screening tests, like promoting the primary care, which well, it, it, at the end of the day, we will cut down the admission to the hospital. But the government is not doing that direction. 
I'm not arguing that they are not providing more hospital bank, but it is not helping the community. Uh, we need to do more but I can't for the community. Quite thing. understand. Are you against the whole idea of these insurance? I'm schemes? against the whole idea of putting the public money into helping people to buy the insurance. This is wrong. Because what some people say, I mean, let's set that aside. I mean, if you're against it, you're against it. But some people say actually the real problem is shortage of medical staff, and you know this scheme won't do anything to increase the net number of nurses, doctors, hospital care associate uh, assistants? Well, we do have um, uh, another plan, you know, to, uh, on manpower, looking at, um, you know, improving the manpower situation. Uh, and, you know, that is from another committee. So this is a, a, our other, you know, supplementary policy uh, to come hand in hand together with this uh, you know, with this scheme. But I also want to emphasize that, you know, this particular scheme uh, is, uh, we, we hadn't forgotten about the entire public. Uh, the 50 billion that uh, Dr. Kwok has mentioned, in fact, we only, you know, use uh, like, you know, 5 billion, you know, for, the, uh, for setting up a high-risk pool. Uh, for the uh, health insurance, but then the rest of it, we are, uh, you know, planning to use it for uh, other, uh, you know, other healthcare, uh, s such as uh, public-private, you know, facility, uh, public-private uh, initiatives, and so on. So that would uh, be related to primary care as well. So we are not ploughing, you know, money into the insurance company. That's why they are unhappy. Well, Dr. Clark, very briefly, I'm afraid, uh, does that give you some reassurance? Didn't. In fact, a lot of people, a lot of the elderly people in the poor income group has been waiting for five years for the government to do something with them. And the undersecretary is just t telling us they're still thinking. So we need more, f more five, another five years for them to think before the elderly people can be helped. I'm not very optimistic. Well, on that... A note of disagreement. Thank you both very much indeed. And we'll be back after the break. Welcome back. It began as a class boycott and turned into thousands of students and other protesters out on the streets. All age ranges were represented, but many taking part in the umbrella movement were still in their teens. This is highlighted by the fact that the government is currently threatening to remove a 14-year-old boy from the care of his parents for allowing him to go out and get arrested in Longcock at the end of November. The concept of valuing the civil and social awareness of young people appears to be alien, while the government considers their dissatisfaction to be mostly about lack of job opportunities, housing problems, a poor understanding of the basic law, and, would you believe it, a lack of Korean pop music. So, how much does our government know about the younger generation? Dai 
，就算你參與咗，政府都當你係啊，你有啲怨氣，咁我哋就俾啲錢你，或者經濟上可唔可以睇下你可以發展得好啲，流動得好啲。Angus Kwok comes from a middle-class family and has one more year of studies before graduating. Many say the umbrella movement is all about economic self-interest, but Angus says moving up the social ladder is not the issue at all. In the hope that someone will listen, Angus Kwok and his classmates have been producing light-hearted video clips on social affairs using jokes with which young people identify. They hope to encourage more civic participation. 所謂以前嘅誒政府精英啊，或者所謂掌權嘅誒有政有政治權力嘅人士，即係佢哋嗰種態度，其實都係啊，你哋係班學生，你哋仲細，你哋冇呢個誒即係經驗或者冇呢個能耐去去講呢啲問題，可能佢會聽你，但係佢哋都會覺得啊權力喺我哋嗰度，而我哋做嘅其實你應該相信我哋為你好，因為我哋冇選票，我哋唔能夠令到佢哋真心聽我哋。嘅意見，咁所以我其實誒好介意呢一種嘅誒，暫時呢種制度又令到某班特權嘅階級其實佢可以將佢自己嘅價值或者將佢哋自己取向係誒推得推行喺呢個香港度，但係其實有好多人都唔係 buy 佢哋呢種意見。當啲人係人咁講嘢咯，係咯，即係唔好講完，其實其實誒都唔明，唔係好明佢講乜嘅。我哋音樂人啦，誒、呃，我哋想見到嘅係除咗揾錢，除咗有車有樓之外，其實我諗因為我哋有信仰咧，所以我哋好想見到我哋嘅信仰話俾我哋知道係呢個社會應該要有公義。大龍鳳，完全做 s 啊！所以我覺得呢個政府淨係識做呢啲嘢嘅時候。The government likes to say the main issue in the protest is about disruption of social order, and at heart, it's not about democracy. It's about the lack of social mobility and development. It has suggested palliatives like more recreational activities to help teens release their energy. This kind of recommendation was also applied after the 1960s riots to target youth delinquency. Many people are wondering if Hong Kong's rulers or administrators are ever going to get it. I want to One group of people who conducted a survey in the three occupation areas painted another picture. PhD candidate Samson Yoon and his team found that more than half of the participants were white-collar workers, and the majority had completed tertiary or even higher levels of education. The team spoke to over 1,500 people in October. Around 40% of the people aged 18 to 29 described themselves as lower middle class or grassroots. They said that livelihood issues were the least important factor in why they were there. The most important motivation 
would be to fight for a genuine universal suffrage because the current political system is undemocratic and that's the reason uh, they think that have causes Hong Kong's problem like high land prices like real estate hatch money the Commission on Poverty has formed a task force focusing on education and vocational training to increase young people's social mobility however Choi Ho Wai, who's a member of the Commission, thinks the relief measures, or vocational training alone, are not enough to tackle overriding problems. In the past, the government emphasised a lot on elitist approach, where they try to engage a lot of elites in their various advisory committees. A lot of young people, no matter if they are you know, coming from low-income families or middle class or so, um, they also face the problem where they really don't have enough opportunities for them to develop their career, to try different new um, industries. And um, I would say it, um, it's kind of stagnant. <laughs> 是說人民的人權奮進策無論是政府的角色喬 Li lives on Lama Island with her husband and needs to travel to work by ferry. Living in the city is simply unaffordable for the newlywed couple. Hambolo 負擔得到一萬松碟蚊去做租金但你出面肯得咁嘅豆腐樣嘅size呢你考慮埋我哋唔夠用囉我哋因為我哋冇我哋唔係返office嘅我哋freelance做藝術嘅空間你冇如果你
歷史、人情味、社區社區嘅 connection。一個人仲有好多嘢噶嘛，唔係淨係錢。我唔係淨要置業，我唔係淨係要打份工然後升職，我唔一定要做大生意。我想即係百姓想經營嘅其他嘢，佢全部用好多規管啦，用佢所謂嘅長官意志去話呢個唔 work。我唔想做呢啲工作，我想有我自己嘅夢想得唔得？香港政府一個字 no。And I'm afraid that's all we have time for this week. Don't forget that if you miss part of the show, want to see more episodes, or even want to see it again, you can go to the RTHK website and our Facebook page. RTHK's The Pulse. We'll leave you with a very unhappy reminder of the extremist attack on a school in Peshawar, Pakistan this week. It beggars belief that this was done in the name of the religion of peace. Goodbye. Hi.